Welcome to your Friday bonus episode of Mentors on the Mic. I am so thrilled to give you these little mini bonus episodes. You guys seem to be really liking them. And whether you've come here from my longer Monday mentor interviews or have checked out some of these wonderful mini bonus episodes, I hope you enjoy this. These are just either tips from my mentors or tips that I've learned along the way that I teach my clients in either communications or in acting. So here is your mini bonus episode. Okay, time for another Friday episode. And this time it's all about storytelling, specifically storytelling for business professionals. I'm going to give you some tips that I work with, that I do intensives with, I do corporate workshops with, all about how to use storytelling to enhance your presentation, your speech, right? So some you can also use by this, by the way, if you want to like create your, a fairy tale for your niece who you're reading a story to at night. Um, but in general, it's all about creating a story for a particular purpose to enhance, to engage your audience further. And I compiled tips that I've been working with my clients on for a long time. And these are my favorites. That's really how I, I broke it down. So I'm going to tell you some of them. One uh, is who are you talking to? Again, this is the foundation, identifying your audience because, and you can change this as time goes on, like, but for this particular exercise, create one idea for who your audience is. Are they experts in whatever it is you're talking to? Are they uh, people who have no idea? I use the example of social media. If you're going to talk about something to do with TikTok and you're talking to Gen Zers, or even younger, um, or even young millennials. You might not have to explain TikTok, right? Totally different ballgame if you're talking about uh, TikTok to social to to senior citizens, for instance. You might really might have to explain them more. You know what it is and what people do with it, right? You're not going to have to have any of that context if. You understand who your audience is. And that's just a specific example. But in general, having a very strong idea of who you're talking to and have that like go throughout whatever it is you're saying will make sure that your stories have better impact, that people feel like they are heard, that they are understood in, in whatever it is they might know or they don't know. But it really does make a difference when you're talking to people and having a very strong understanding of who that audience is do you want them to sell to buy something then you need to know who they are second tip is what is the point of the story okay identify your through line your thesis of your essay if you will your objective if you're an actor and you've taught or you've taken acting lessons right why is this story important to tell identify your why and you might ask me, why? Why is that so important? Because that will create a complete strong message throughout whatever it is you're saying, right? So let's say you're telling someone a story, right? You want that story to have a purpose. And the audience might not understand it right away, but you as the storyteller need to have an understanding of where the story is going and why, right? Or else it just looks like you're going off and people won't have an idea of why and and you know you need to have that idea first in order for them to really connect to your why. The third tip that I like to tell people is really have a strong understanding of a story arc. What are the key parts of the story? Do you need a complete story arc? 
right? If you're telling a story, specifically a fairy tale, for instance, or like a children's story, yeah, you're going to need to have a story arc, right? There is a very specific structure on how that starts and ends. But in general, you might not need to have a story arc for your presentation or speech, but it's a good idea to have an understanding of what that is. What is a story arc for a particular, you know, of a, of a, a mainstream story? Almost all movies um, and television shows and books have a, the similar story arc it's 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 what writers use all the time so do does your story need that story arc and if so how are you going to use it how are you going to create a story out of that right and and adhere to the story arc my next tip are what are some details this is huge what are some details that you can add your to your story to engage your audience now what does that mean I say two things. One, five senses, right? So if you go through the five senses and you come up with some ways of describing things that have to do with your five senses, your audience will feel engaged. And why? Because they can start to visualize and really see whatever it is that you're trying to paint for them. So if you're talking about, um, you know, the, the feel of the chair underneath your seat, as you're checking, let's say you're telling a story about like getting into college, you can say, I feel, I felt the like, you know, the, the, the softness of the couch, like underneath, you know, when I sat down, this is really something I prepared, right? But like anything that has to do with touching, or let's say you smelled, you know, bacon's always something people love to smell. I I really am not a bacon person, but that is something that can really bring a memory for people right so chocolate or like a pie and this has to be relevant to your story but my point is I want you to start to list things that you can touch smell taste hear and see from your story and it will have so much impact for your audience to be able to connect with it in these are ways to connect and engage your audience they'll be able to see whatever it is you saw they'll be able to hear something that you heard that day they might be able to connect with a smell that you mentioned that was like, oh yeah, that that's the smell that I had when I, you know, growing up in a similar environment or uh, growing up. And even if it wasn't a similar environment, it's a way to connect you. Um, another way to do this, aside from sensory details, is names. Add names of people and places. It's completely different in telling a story to say, oh yeah, my dad and I went to the park or, um, you know, my sister and I went on this trip to the zoo for instance we need to know what is your sister's name and what is that zoo's name because chances are it's only one or two words more but everyone might know a danielle my sister's name danielle or everyone might have gone or some people might have gone to the brooklyn zoo and even if they hadn't gone to the brooklyn zoo it creates a bigger picture for them to go brooklyn oh my god brooklyn i've been to brooklyn or i haven't been to brooklyn i want to and all of a sudden it paints a bigger idea a bigger story for people so add the names of people add the names of places and add the sensory details touch smell taste hear and see and one more thing I'm going to add so that was four points in crafting your story Um, I will say at the end I recommend having either a call to action or a moral of the story right so you want people to feel like okay are you motivating them to do something right are you are you trying to inspire them to do something 
Or are you just trying to share and educate a moral of a story for some reason? And that really makes the story land, right? If you want that story to be compelling for a particular reason, if you want that story to be about fundraising, for instance, is there a call to action at the end? Let them know. If it's just, you know, for you to just uh, learn the moral of a story and just have that with you, that's fine too. But definitely make sure to add that. I'm actually providing a checklist for you guys for free. So not only am I going to give you um, the five essentials checklist where everything I said today, I'm going to have a checklist so that you guys could just check off whenever it is you're having um, a story to write. You can make sure you have all five things. And I'm also providing a five senses worksheet where you can delve into each of the five senses and really list all the details that come to mind when you're telling the story in advance so that when you tell it, it sounds very specific and it can engage your audience right away. So to get this checklist for your five essentials for telling a fantastic, powerful, engaging story, a checklist that I give to my clients that I've done presentations on, as well as the sensory worksheet, just all you have to do is go to my Instagram bio and you'll be able to get that link and just get it right to your email. Very simple, no strings attached. It's free. I'm giving it out. The Instagram is at Michelle Simone Miller or at Mentors on the Mic. And send me a DM. Let me know what you think of it. And Monday, I'll give you a little sneak peek. Monday's episode is with screenwriter Karen McCullough. You might recognize her work from Legally Blonde. She co-wrote Legally Blonde. She co-wrote 10 Things I Hate About You. She co-wrote She's the Man. She co-wrote The House Bunny and many more favorites. So feel free, subscribe to the podcast, get that episode. It's so good. She delves into the writing process, how she got her writing to a movie theater near you. And uh, and I, I might actually, I'm, I'm actually planning a screening for Legally Blonde where everyone can get together for a virtual screening and watch Legally Blonde and we can talk about it. So stay tuned for news on that. And uh, yeah, have a great weekend.